Neves Solicitors are proud to sponsor The Parent Show. The friendly team at Neves includes specialists who can guide you through all the legal ups and downs of family life. Visit nevesolicitors.co.uk. Neves Solicitors, your complete legal solution. A very warm welcome to The Parents Show on Radio Verulam 92.6 FM. I'm Lydia L. Corey. And I'm Cathy Weston. So it's nearly there. We're nearly there. Just a little over a week to go to Christmas. And it is the best time of the year in terms of guests, isn't it, Cathy? This is always our favourite show of the year because we have our special guests, the most important guests of the whole year. That's it. We just, we're waiting for this show to come all year round. And... Do you, we've got some guests in the studio. Can you tell us who's going to be on the show this evening? Do you know? Jodie. Avan. Pierre. Hector. Fantastic. <laughs> and you're all very welcome. And guys, who are you going to be speaking to on the show tonight? Santa. And how do you feel about that, Hector? I'm really, really excited. All right. Have you got some questions for him? Um, a lot. A lot of questions. Well, I'm sure he'll be well able for them. Pierre, have you got questions? Uh, yeah, I've got a few. And has, has Santa got any warning of the questions you're going to ask him? No. He's no idea. No. Jodie, have you got any tough questions for Santa? Maybe. Ooh. Right, but you're not going to put him on the spot. Do you think he'll be able to answer all your questions? Great. And I'm just pleased, Lydia, he's found time. to. I mean, it took a lot of work to get him to be able to be on the phone tonight. So, you know, he's so busy, he can't be here, but it's so great, isn't it? That he's taking time out for you guys. They're nodding. You can say yeah. You can can (laughs) speak. The microphones are on. Brilliant, brilliant. So we'll be speaking to Santa in about five minutes, won't we, Cathy? That's right. And we've also got some lovely parents here this evening. So hopefully they've got their Santa questions or Santa list as well. Um, a big long list there, I can see. <laughs> and there's loads of lovely, lovely Christmas jumpers and hats in the studio. We'll uh, put some photos on Facebook so you'll be able to see exactly what we can see. But there's four extremely, five very excited and enthusiastic children. Matthew is with us in the studio as well. How are you doing, Matthew? Yeah, I'm fine. And listen, what? how do you feel about speaking to Santa this evening? I mean, I've already done it, so it's not that different. Yeah, he was here last year. He's a veteran of yeah. this show. He's Lydia. a pro. He's yeah. a pro. Are you going to start asking Santa some tough questions? Well, I've got two and I've got two and one of them is not bad. <laughs> two of them and one of them not bad. Okay, so he can probably relax knowing that he's not going to be put on the spot too much. And Lydia, also we've got some other lovely guests coming on after Santa, believe it or not. Marguerite Skinner, who I'm sure a lot of people locally know. And she is the amazing author and creator of the Step Outside Guides, which are amazing. And they have a sort of a Christmas edition, which I think is a fantastic thing to put in stockings. Absolutely. It's a great reminder. That's why it's brilliant having Marguerite on, because you forget about the Step Outside guides Guides and that they're local, they're brilliant, and we should all have a copy. Yeah, and they have a Christmas one, so it's a brilliant time of year to highlight that. And lastly, um, at the end of the show, we're speaking to Claire Healy, who runs Raring to Go. So she has an amazing magazine. I'm sure everybody here has seen it. Everybody's nodding. And that tells us all the detail of all the best places to go to over the Christmas break. So that's a little bit later on.
Great. And we'll be talking to Santa in just in just a few minutes. But I'd just love to hear from you. Have you been getting ready for Christmas? Who's got their Christmas tree up? I do. I do. I do. I do. Oh, so everybody's got Matthew? Yeah, I have one. So full house, everybody's got the Christmas tree up. Now, next question is, who's written their letter? I have. Right, Pierre? I have. Hector? Avan, have you written your letter? Yeah. And what about you, Jody? No. Not yet. How come you haven't written yours letter? Yeah, your letter yet? I'm wondering if it's the same reason my children haven't written their letter. Tell us, I'd love to know. It's just next week I'm, I'm going on a holiday to Finland and I'm too busy okay. for packing up. Okay. My my children haven't written their letter because they think Santa can read their mind and they don't need to put it down on paper. But I've told them that that isn't a great idea. Matthew, how about you? Have you written your letter? No. You haven't? No, I'm going on holiday next week as well. Ah. <laughs> so no letter. Are you in the mind reading school of thought? No. So you will write a letter at some point? Probably. Probably. Okie doke. It sounds like you've got some kind of a hotline to Santa. Are you going to get tell him everything this evening? Probably not. No? I Come right in close to... I have no idea. You have no idea. You're just going to play it by ear. Yeah. Nice and cool. That's, that's brilliant, Matthew. So we're going to talk to Santa in just, in just a few seconds. Is there anything you're nervous about asking Santa Claus, Jody? Are you nervous um, about asking him anything? I have no idea. You have no idea. Anybody nervous about asking him anything? How old is he? <gasps> oh, very sensitive question. Very sensitive question. I think we should give it a go, though. Why not? Yeah, let's try everything. I've definitely got some questions, some really, really difficult ones. Oh, oh poor Santa Claus. Do you have a difficult, uh, difficult question? I do. Avan has a difficult question. Tell us what difficult question you have. Does Santa fly? <laughs> Say again. Does Santa fly? Does he fly? I'd like to know the answer to that one as well. Well, let's. Uh, is it on your list, Avan? No. It's no. not on your list. We'll make sure you ask that one, Santa, because I think I think we need to know these kind of things, don't we? Oh, we've had the big wave, Lydia. You know what that means? I it think means hopefully we're going to be joined. Let's hope the line to the North Pole works. Santa, are you there? Yes, I am. Yes. Good evening, everybody. Well, it's fantastic to hear your lovely voice again this year. There's a lot of excited children in the studio oh. who've been looking forward to this moment. That's fantastic. Has everybody been writing me letters this year? Yes. Yes. That's good. I'm glad. We've had so many letters this year. It's been really good fun reading all of your letters. Thank you so much for them. So, You're welcome. There you go. That was Hector. Hector, will you tell Santa how old you are? Um, I am six years old. He's six years old, Santa. Six years old, Hector. That's a very good age to be at Christmas time, isn't it? Yes. Well, do you have any questions Hector that you'd like yes, to ask four. me four questions wow what are they well I counted them earlier in the year and do you know I've got just over two million elves it's very hard to remember all their names I do struggle with that so it's just over two million nowadays how do you make the special reindeer dust so oh that's I, I can only tell you two of the ingredients. Do you know what the northern lights are? 
in the North Pole, yeah. Well, they are made by particles that come from the sun, and I have to catch those. Well, I don't. The elves catch the particles, and they have to dig down a very, very deep mine to get some diamond dust, and we mix the the dust that comes from the sun and the diamond dust and one other special ingredient I'm not allowed to tell you. And that's how we make our special magic dust. How long does it take to like deliver all the presents? Well, we have a special button on the sleigh which slows time down for us, which helps us. But in fact, in, in the time that you understand, it takes me 17 hours to go around the world because that's that's how long there is darkness. If I start traveling west, then I can stay in the darkness for 17 hours. So that's that's probably the answer that you would be liking to hear. How many presents have you made? Well, I, I try to get the elves to make around about 10 billion presents every year. We're up to about nine and three quarter billion already, and we have a few more to make, but I know we have enough time to finish off because there's there's quite a lot of children to give presents to, so I have to make a lot of presents. So 10 billion is a big number. Thank you, Hector. We are going to come back to you, okay? So we're going to give other children a chance to ask a question. Jody, would you like to ask one? Santa, Hello, what, what is it like being in, in the North Pole? Do you know, we wear some very, very warm clothes, but it is still chilly. Sometimes I get up in the morning and have a, a good wash and then put my clothes on, go for a walk, and my breath really turns into big clouds. It's so cold, but it is so beautiful as well. It's clean and white, and there's lots of my friends there as well who I can speak to. So... All in all, I think it's the most magical place in the world. Would you like to go there one day? Yeah. Yeah, I'd love to welcome you there one day, Jodie. Are the elves still making presents? Yes, because, do you know, I just said to Hector, I think, that we, we're nearly up to our 10 billion presents, and so they're still making them all now. They're very clever, you know. They make all the presents that I have to give out on Christmas Eve. They're so clever. They wrap them beautifully, don't they? What are you doing at the, in the North Pole? Well, most of my time is spent practicing for the Christmas Eve present run and working out what, uh, what, what it is we need to be making for every child. We have a lot of people here, the elves, and so we have to have... Uh, meetings about the Christmas time. I don't like too many meetings. I like to get on and do the job, and everybody knows what they have to do, but we do have to meet from time to time. We have really, really fun parties as well, so we do lots of dancing and laughing, and, and do you know what? I do like to eat a mince pie as well. <laughs> Pierre, would you, Jody, would you just you wait a, what, one minute? We'll come back to you. Pierre, would you like to ask a question? Um, Santa, how old are you? Well, I, I'm a little bit old, actually. I'm 1,748 years old. And somehow it changes every year. Not sure why. I, I think 
Last year, I was 1,747, but it's changed this year. Do you know why? No, no idea. I, th I think it's because I had another birthday. I think it must be that. Maybe. Maybe. Where do you keep all the pet presents? The pet presents? That's a really good question, do you know? You know, do you know I've got eight reindeer, yeah. and one of them is called Rudolph. He's in charge of all the pet presents with one of the special elves, and so they are all kept in the special pet present warehouse, which uh, we're still making some of those presents as well. But the pets, they're so lucky nowadays. In the, when we were young, we didn't really make presents for pets, but now many people like that, so we do now. Why do we put up stockings? Yeah, that's a really good question. When when I was very, very young and started being Father Christmas, we first started by giving this very, very poor family some gold coins. And some of those gold coins fell into the stockings of the three daughters who lived in the house. And so everybody got to hear about this, and they thought, if they hang stockings up, they may get some gold coins in their stockings. And that's how come people hang stockings up nowadays. Instead of gold coins, I give presents, the presents that people would like. Maybe some people might like gold coins, but mostly children would love the gifts that they ask for when they write the letters to me, wouldn't they? Yeah. Lovely. Yep. Thank you, Santa. We're going to move over to Matthew. Matthew, would you like to ask a question? Um, well, who is the most annoying reindeer? Oh. <laughs> That's a very good question. Do you know, every now and then, each one of them's a bit annoying because some of them don't do as they're told sometimes. Some of them, well, I don't want to tell you, but if they've eaten too much, they have to stop and do something that makes the snow melt. I don't like that. So, generally, I love them all, but they can all be very annoying, and I wouldn't really like to pick one of them out because in the 1,748 years I've been doing this, they all have been equally annoying, but mostly, mostly lovely. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Santa. We're going to have Avon now. Avon, do you want to just take some headphones so you can hear Santa? Well done. This is Avon, Santa. He's got a question for you. Hello, Avon. Say hello. 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 Does Santa fly? Yeah, well, I don't fly. It's my sleigh and the reindeer that fly. They're so clever. We, we have to make all the special magic dust, don't we, during the year. And we sprinkle that over the sleigh and over the reindeer. And I have to sit in the, in the sleigh in order to make sure we go to the right houses every, every night, every night, every Christmas night. So what, um, what I do is sit in a sleigh that does all the flying for me and the reindeer pull the sleigh around the world. Well done, Avon. Well done. You asked a lovely question. question. Really good questions, you know. Hector, you look like you've got another one for Santa. I can oh. feel it in my bones. Um, what do you feed the reindeers? 
Would you mind saying that a bit louder, Hector? Sorry. What do you feed the reindeers? What do you feed the reindeers? Oh, sometimes? the reindeers. They really, really love carrots. I can't find enough carrots in the North Pole, so what we do when we go round to people's houses is we love it when people put out carrots. And uh, I must say, it's very nice to see a mince pie for me as well. But the reindeer, they do all the hard work, so... If you could put a carrot out for them, that's what I love to feed them, and they love to eat them. Have you ever done that before, put a carrot out for the reindeer? Yes. And did they eat it? Yeah, like half of it. Wow. Thank you so much for feeding my reindeer. That's really helpful. Judy, do you have another question for Santa there on your list? How can your reindeers fly? reindeer fly they're they're so clever they they practice during the year and when we've made enough of the special magic dust that we sprinkle on them you know i was saying earlier to hector that we have to um, collect the dust that comes from the sun to make the the magic dust we collect the dust that comes from the sun that creates the northern lights and we have to mine some special diamond dust and mix it up with a, another special ingredient so once we've made that dust during the year, we sprinkle that on the reindeer and then they can fly. Is that okay? Is that okay, Jody? Are you happy with that answer? Santa, I was, I was just wondering if I could ask you a question because yeah. it, you were saying that they practice, so we all know how important practice is. So how often would they practice to get really good at flying? I'm just thinking for anybody who's listening who might play piano or an instrument to give them a guide of how much they should practice. That's a very, very good question. They have to practice every week. You can't be very good at doing anything unless you practice, can you? And I think this is true of anybody and anything. A very good question. Thank you. Right. Matthew, I think you said you had another question. Have you got one for Santa? Come right into the microphone. Um, what happens when the elves are, like, bad? Yeah, it has happened once or twice, I'm really sad to say. It does happen. This happens throughout the world, and it's, it's not a good thing to do. But we have to, I'm afraid, we have to send them away from the North Pole. They don't like it, being sent away from the North Pole, so we send them away. It makes me very sad to say this. It's happened maybe eight or ten times in the 1,700-odd years that I've been doing this. But after a few months away, they realize that they've been bad, and they come back and apologize and they are very, very sad that they did some bad things. And uh, we usually forgive them and say, come back, and we give them a second chance. So no one is all bad, are they? But he loves a second chance. Hector, what do you think about what Santa does with the naughty elves? Have you got a view on that? Um, how do you send them away to come to, like, go to the North Pole? Can you say that again? Sorry. How do you send them, like, how do you send the elves away from the North Pole? I have to say to them, you know, they, they all know the rules. If, if they are bad, and it's only happened so few times that it's like a big, big story that goes around. If someone 
is bad, I have to say, off you go, and they have to walk away from the North Pole. It takes them a very, very long time to go away from the North Pole because it's so snowy. But elves are very, very strong, but they do not like to be on their own. So when they walk away, they feel sorry immediately. So often they look back and say, can I come back? And I say, no, you must go away for a little while. I suppose it's like my my special list that I have for the the children who've done naughty things and the children who've done nice things. Even children have to be sent away. I hear sometimes children have to go on what's called the naughty step or something like that. Is that right? Yes. Yes. And if you say sorry, does your mummy or daddy say, okay, we forgive you and you can come back into the family and be friends again? Yes. Yeah. Well, that's the same sort of thing I do with the elves. It sounds like it works, Father Christmas. It works very well. Now, children, uh, all of you are at different schools, so we were hoping, Santa, you wouldn't mind if you were able to say hello to all the different schools and maybe some of the children would like to say hello to their teacher or to friends that are listening or maybe mummy or daddy who are listening at home or granny or grandpa. Who would like a go at saying hello? Jodie, who would you like to say hello to? To my friends. And who are they? Can you name them? Amelia, Erin, Elise and Chloe. So hopefully Santa you've heard that oh. and you know those children as well and you'll be putting them on your list. I'm just checking with the elves who are in charge of the list and they know all those children. Yes they do mm. and I wish them all a happy Christmas. Brilliant and Pierre tell us about who would you like to say hello to at your school? Um to my school, Praywood School, and my friends, Ashmi, Jake, and Mohammed. Very good. Oh, well, have you got nice Christmas. teachers there? Do you want to say yeah. hello to them as um, well? Mrs. Robinson and Miss Rogers. Yay, those teachers need lots of presents, Santa. Okay, and I think I have got some of those teachers on the list. They're still young enough, I think. <laughs> Hector, where do you go to school? A Lockers Park School. Yeah. And have you got a big Christmas tree I heard at Lockers Park? Uh, yeah. Wow. There's two schools. At the big school, we've got a massive one. At the little school, we've got a little. Oh, that's really good. Very good. Matthew, who would you like to say hello to? Well, no one, because I didn't know I was coming until an hour ago. Okay, <gasps> so at least he's None honest. Santa, at least he's honest. You've done very well, Matthew. Well done. Very good. Okay. And are there any grandpas and grannies listening this evening as well? Anyone got a granny or a grandpa listening? Hector Dawes. Who's that? Who's listening, um, Hector? My granddad and my grandpa, my granny and my granny. Brilliant. Well, they'll be wow. very impressed. I think you've and been very polite to Santa, hasn't he, Santa? I've been very impressed with you all. Thank you so much. Have you got any pets who are listening as well, any of you? Uh, yeah, I've got Daisy and Jess. Okay. I'm just checking they're on the... Yes, they're on the list. That's really good. Does anybody else have a pet, Pierre? I have a pet rabbit called Pom Pom. 
Oh, that's a really good name. Why did you call him? Is it a girl or a boy, Pom Pom? Uh, he is a boy. Yeah, and why did you call him Pom Pom? Because he's black and white and he's, he's really big and he's really round. <laughs> <laughs> really round, that's good. I think I'm similar to him. <laughs> Avan, would you like to say hello to anybody? Um, yeah. Anyone in school or any teachers or mummy at home? Uh. Good, but he's just trying to get his headphones on. Well done, Avan. Good work. Mm. Who would you like to say hello to? My friends. Yes, who are they? Charlie. Yeah. Allison. Sammy. Jaden, Cleo, Sophia M. Goodness me. Taylor. Yeah, lots of Harrison. friends. Wow. And what about your teacher? Miss Young. Miss Young. And you're going to give it. And any other, anybody else in the school you'd like to do a shout out to? What about your head teacher? Miss Boo. Broomfield. Broomfield. Miss Broomfield. Wow. You have a lot of friends and you remember all the teachers' names. That's very good. Well done. Anybody got any more questions for Santa? Oh, Hector. I do. Come right in close um, to the microphone. Am I allowed to say, like, five like, presents that I would like? Oh, yes. Yeah, you can say you can say that. Of course, you can. So, um, I've got quite a few Funko Pops. So, in Overwatch, there's Hanzo, and um, I would like a Nintendo Switch Lite, and for the Nintendo Switch games, a Pokemon Sword, and uh, Overwatch. Oh, any special type of watch? Um, uh, a Pokemon watch. Lovely. I think we've made a few of those this year. We've made a lot of Nintendo games, I must say. It's been, been a very, very well-requested thing in all the letters I've received many, many times. It's good that you have a good idea of that you'd, what you'd like. Well done. Does anybody else know what they'd like? I do. Uh, who's that? Uh, Pierre. Oh, Pierre. Why do you have so many names? That's uh, a very good question. I, I was thinking about uh, this the other day, and would uh, you know, I got quite a few names, as you know, and one of the names sort of started in Holland, and it was called, my name was Sinterklaas, Sinterklaas, actually, in Holland, in the Netherlands. And when some of the people went from the Netherlands over to America, they were talking to the Americans, saying, do you know who Sinterklaas is? And the Americans didn't understand, so they thought they were saying Santa Claus. And so there, already, two names appear, Sinterklaas from, from the Netherlands and Santa Claus in America. Father Christmas is, of course, one of my special names. St. Nicholas is another name, because very early days. Actually, that is my name, Nicholas. Uh, so, 
many, many different names. It's like the Queen in many ways. You know who the Queen is of England? Yes, I some do. People, yeah, some people call her Your Majesty, Your Royal Highness. She's known as Queen Elizabeth. And do you know what her family call her? No. They call her the Boss. So she's got a lot of different names as well, doesn't she? So yeah. that's, that's how come I've got a lot of different names, because I've lived a long, long time, and people call me all sorts of different names from different parts of the world. Is that a good answer for you? Yeah, thank you. Good. You're welcome. Jodie, did you have another question for Father Christmas? Yes. Come right into the microphone so we can hear your voice. Is that How many mince pies do you eat for a day? Or every day? Do you know, I, I can't really tell you because do you know who's listening? My wife is listening and she knows that I eat 320 a day. Oh, I just said it. She just, oh no. I, I'm sorry. Did you hear that? Yeah. Oh, don't tell my wife, okay? So I Mrs. think she won. Is yeah, Mrs. Is Mrs. Mrs. Christmas. Mrs. Christmas, yeah. Mrs. Claus is a bit strict on the mince pies. She is, and, and she's trying to get me to cut down. But I do so love them. Make sure you put a few out, to, please, when I'm coming round on Christmas Eve. Any Christmas. any preference on the type of mince pie, Father Christmas? Puff pastry, shortcrust? I short do crust? love puff, pay, puff pastry. is my favourite. I really do. And, and a little something to wash it down is always very pleasant. Thank you very much for everybody who does that for me. Are you thinking a, a little drop of milk, Father Christmas, or anything well, else? If anybody could think of anything else to put down, I'd be delighted. Milk is lovely. Hector has a suggestion. Hector, I what is it? Coke because first you were green, then you love Coke so much that you change your colour to red. That I didn't quite hear the question, but come, you are come absolutely, close. absolutely first right. You were green because yeah. you looked so you like Coke so much that you change your colour to red. That's absolutely right. It's a, that, that's exactly what happened. And I'm not really sure why that happened in the end, but uh, Mrs. Claus was very happy because I think she prefers me wearing red. Pierre would like to say something for the Christmas. I have okay. one last question. Okay. Um, you know your name, St. Nicholas? Yeah. What saint are you of? It's... I, it, a lovely one. I'm so pleased to be this. It's called the Protector of Children. And I, I hope that uh, you feel that I'm coming round. You feel safe and happy that uh, I've come round to give you a gift. Thank you. Pierre, Pierre is nodding as he's saying thank you there, Father Christmas. That's really good. So I know you have, this is the busiest time of the year for you, Father Christmas. So we know you probably have to get on. <laughs> I do. And so does everybody want to say a big cheerio and goodbye to Father Christmas before we let him go? Bye, thank you. Bye. Goodbye, children. Thank you for your lovely questions and have a wonderful Christmas with all your families. Oh, we love you, Father Christmas. Uh -huh. I love you, Santa. All too. Thank you very much. We love you. Now, there we go. There's the wonderful Father Christmas. Guys, your questions were brilliant. One better question better than the others. How did you think of them all? Pierre, 
how did you come up with all these questions? Were they the ones you had prepared or did you throw any extra ones in? I prepared. Well done, well done. So how does it feel to have talk, spoken to Santa? Happy. You feel happy, Jodie. Come on into the microphone. How about you, Avan? Did you like talking to Father Christmas? Yeah, he's nodding away. Excellent. Are you guys a bit tired? It is a little bit past most people's bedtime, I'd say. Right. Well, thank you so much for coming on the Parents Show this evening. Thank you, Matthew, for coming back again this year. Will you come next year? Probably. That's fantastic. We'll be (laughs) delighted to have you back. Thank you, Hector. Pierre, Avan and Jody and Matthew. It was lovely meeting you all this evening and I hope you get everything you want from Father Christmas. Thank you. Take care, guys. Bye. 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 Ah, that lovely time of the year. It's nearly Christmas and we've just had the pleasure of speaking to Father Christmas and it was lovely. He's such a nice man, isn't he, Cathy? Yes, he's so lovely and he was. the children were so polite with the most amazing questions. Yeah, I know, I know. I don't even know how they thought of half of those. Lovely, lovely questions. Now, we're moving on to the next part of our show and we're really delighted to have a bit of a local celebrity, I think we could say, uh, joining us on the phone this evening. We've got Marguerite Skin who is the brains behind Step Out Guides. Hi, Marguerite. Hi. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. I, I feel coming on after Father Christmas, a bit of a hard act to follow, but I'll, I'll do my best. You're St Albans version of it. Yeah, <laughs> hardly, but yeah. <laughs> so, listen, tell us about um, developments in the Step Out Guides. Te- actually, for listeners who don't know about them, can you just describe the concept? Okay, so Step Outside Guides are a series of books. Um, each one takes you on, takes a family or group on a guided day out in London where everything you see is free. So we, we call them the little books that give you a big day out. So um, we do all the work for you for a day out in London. We tell you which tubes to get. We have a, a route to follow. Um, we like to think we make them good fun and informative and the kids really get in, involved. That The main ethos is that kids that are old enough to read can lead the day and, and really own it so that's it there, I mean we Cathy myself obviously know and we use them and the, I mean they're a fantastic resource and it's so brilliant that you know it's your brainwave and you're right here in St Albans <laughs> so I mean the uh, the first book was written about from here wasn't it um, yes, I, yeah. Well, I, I write the books with my sister-in-law. She um, writes the routes to start with, and she's based in northeast London. Um, so she came up with this idea of a route, and because my background's publishing, um, so we kind of got together and put our various talents together. My, my nephew, her son, illustrates the books. We, we didn't want them to be a dry guidebook, so we came up with the idea of each one being led by an animal that you meet in statue form on the on the route. So it's the animal taking you round, um, which just makes it a lot more accessible and, f- and fun for kids. So our first one, London Treasure Trail, is led by a baby Tembo, who's a sweet little bronze elephant who's outside the LSE. So as, as part of your day out, you, you find him and hopefully have your photo taken with him. And um, do you know the bit I love, the, bit, the thing that I love about the Step Outside Guides, Marguerite, is that 
children will hold them in their hand they will read it they're completely occupied you know and they're learning and looking and pointing things out it's just such a great concept yeah, we get really good feedback in terms of kids not moaning about being dragged around because they feel that they are, to some extent, in charge and, and that the book is, is talking to them rather than their parents saying, come along, along, along you come this way. We even have, like, when the parents need to stop for a rest or coffee or whatever, we have rest your legs pages with, with little activities for them to do that are relevant to the, the book that they're doing at that time. It's such a great idea. And tell us the age range. So obviously children can still be in charge before they can read, but it helps to read, right? We, we say three to 99 because we've had actually um, older people do do the books. We like to make sure it's a little bit of a personal challenge that we include things that people, the adults who think they know London might not know about. Um, our book number seven, the last one we did, which is London's Splendid Square Mile, is, is set in the city of London. And we've have lots of people say well we know the city my husband's worked there for 30 years and then I'll start sort of saying oh do you know about this then and did you know you could do this and they're like well actually no I didn't because we're, we're all guilty of it we, we walk yeah. around and we don't necessarily necessarily look at what's there in front of us or above us or underneath us so so we're pretending yeah. to teach the kids but yeah actually. yeah so um, younger kids you're right kids that can't read if, if they've got older siblings that are getting involved that they will want to get involved as well um, and in terms of um, what age it goes up to so young teens it's good for those I would say for young teens on their first adventure into London it's a focus for them it tells them exactly what tubes to go to for example um, so it's a kind of safe way of, of exploring in London for the first time but but as I say, we do have groups doing them with, without kids as well. And Marguerite, is it true you have a Christmas edition that I remember? We do. We have Christmas in London, which only works during the Christmas period um, because obviously it goes to different churches where there's uh, Christmas-related things. We have a little nativity scene inside and the elements for the nativity you find in London are on the sides of buildings or on top of buildings. Um, for example, we have even found gold frankincense and myrrh in a little church somewhere in London. I'm not going to tell you where because you need to get the book. So you, you find that and then you put the sticker on the scene. And similarly, at the back, we've got a Christmas tree and we've got some, some gold things on top of buildings that you can spot and then put your sticker on. So it's a, it's a Christmas day. It's a focus for a Christmas day in London. And we, do, we take you to Trafalgar Square and, and I'll tell you which bus to get for the lights and stuff like that. But it also is a bit of a focus on what, what Christmas is actually about and the, the, the original reason for it. So we're very pleased with, with that book. And how do people who are listening get hold of that book? Because it is exactly the right time of year to get hold of it, isn't it? It is. Yeah, we have um, a website, which is uh, stepoutsideguides.com. Um, or if people are local and want to avoid the postage cost, which is, isn't great, but also the time at this time of year, anyone can contact me directly at um, margie at stepoutsideguides.com um, and I'm in AL1, which is sort of Marshall's Wiki area, and people, um, I'm happy for people to pop round for books. Um, I would say I'll, I would deliver them, but um, it can get a bit hectic at this time of year, but I'm more than happy for people to pop round. And if I'm in, I can have a look at the books. I never pressure people to buy it. I find that I don't need to, because people do tend to fall in love with the books once they see them, and, and with the idea of, 
of it and getting their kids actually involved in something that isn't a screen. <laughs> and tell me, do any of the shops in St Albans stock them? Um, Waterstones has on occasion stocked them. The way that um, big bookshops like Waterstones work, um, they have to buy through a distributor, so we are never sure where those books are going. They, they, they're not allowed to tell us where they're going. Um, Raindrops on Roses um, has a small stock. I'm not sure if they've got the Christmas ones at the moment. I need to check that, actually. Thank you for that reminder. <laughs> um, in Harpenden, there's a shop called Threads, which, which stocks them. Um, and when you're in actually in central London, one of our biggest displays is at the um, book, sh- book and gift, sh- gift shop under St Paul's Cathedral. Um, they have a great big stand of them and they're, they're a good friend to us. But as I say, I am local. I'm more than happy to help people get them. You know, if you've got a problem, I'll, I'll pop it through your door if, if you can't get to me. Um, we just want to reach as many people as, as possible. Do you know, I was thinking actually it's a great present for a grandparent too as a kind of an activity to do with grandchildren. For grandparents it's fantastic because you don't even, like, our books cost £5 each and we was, and as you know everywhere you go it's free but if, you, if you're a grandparent going with young, young kids you don't even have to pay a travel. If you, if you, if you take something for your lunch you, you could have a completely cost free day out which is pretty incredible. Um, yeah we also do box sets of all seven titles um, for £30 which is more than seven days out in London for £30, which is not a bad deal. We find people buy that as a gift for a family often at Christmas. I've also had a few people buy books um, as party bag fillers um, recently. I think people are falling out of love with the idea of plastic um, bits and pieces and some may say tat in party bags and are, are kind of drawn towards the idea of having a, a book in there instead. That is such a brilliant mm. idea. I'm anti-party bags, but I would definitely consider having that. I think it's an amazing gift. Yeah, I, I, I think so. it's the gift of, of exploring London. So, <laughs> obviously, I'm, I'm um, in love with London. So I'm I like the idea great. of those box sets to grandparents, so that with a bit of a hint attached to it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I think that's a good, that's a good idea, really. Yeah. Um, yeah. One of our books, can I just say one other thing? Our book, um, If Statues Could Talk, actually gives you free entry to Westminster Abbey as well. Um, the, the Abbey asked us to write a book that took took the reader into the Abbey and we said, well, we can't because it costs family about 50 quid to get in. And they said, well, you can print a little ticket in and go in a special door. And so that is a really amazing bargain. So... Brilliant. Yeah. It just sounds amazing. I know. And Margie, you're on Facebook as well, aren't you? Yes, we are. Um, Step Outside Guides, I think we're called on Facebook. Um, yeah, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, the usual. Yeah. Brilliant. Fantastic. And we're actually just popping all the links up on our on the That's Parent lovely. Show Facebook page right now. So they can get in contact with you directly. We'll pop the email up there Great. as well, Marguerite. And um, hopefully you'll, uh, you won't be so busy. You don't get to eat a few mince pies yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we've got book eight in the pipeline, which is going to be all around Liverpool Street and that wonderful area of Petticoat Lane. Um, but I'm not sure of, of when that's going to come out yet, but we're having a great fun you know, writing that and putting it all together. Sorry, just always do. one last question, Marguerite. Is, are schools using them? Have they actually taken them on trips into London? Or, because we've, had a, we've had a couple of schools do that, but I think it probably works better in a smaller group. I think... 
think it's quite difficult so that we have had people take a whole class but I think that's because of the nature of it we're looking at quite sort of detail on things I think it's quite probably quite difficult for a whole class but we often um, have done deals with schools with PTAs where we contribute so much per copy to the PTA um, if, the, if the school is interested in in distributing the books for us brilliant um, so we've done that with some local schools Listen, Marguerite, best of luck with it. It just sounds amazing. And I'm hopefully you'll get lots of um, uh, feedback tomorrow and people asking for a copy of the book. Oh, so thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for asking me on. Happy um, Christmas. And a lovely Christmas. Christmas. you both too. Take care. Bye. 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 Happy Christmas. So that's Marguerite Skinner from Step Outside Guides joining us. We're going to take a mini break and then we're going to come back with the wonderful Claire Healy telling us about what we should be doing in the next 10 days. Welcome back to The Parents Show on Radio Verulam 92.6 FM. Tonight's show is all about Christmas. We've spoken to Father Christmas. We've spoken about the Step Out Guide for Christmas. And now we're talking to the local authority on what to do in the lead up to Christmas. So I'm really pleased to have Claire Healy from Raring to Go on the line. Hi, Claire. Good evening. Hi. How are you doing? Yeah, very well, thank you. Yeah, so you've already spoken to Santa, so you know where he is and you know what he's doing. And we we know yeah. so much about him. Honestly, it was yeah. such it was an incredible learning experience. Did, <laughs> did you did you know that he has two million elves? No. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I suppose he needs them, doesn't he? Yeah, that's... he needs them for all the play. I mean, he's it, t- tonight, for example. He's probably in about. 250 different locations, I should think. So, he's, yeah, he's, he needs a few elves to help him out. Yeah, but I, I was kind of surprised. Two million, it's a pretty big number, and the number of presents. Anyway, we, speaking of yeah. Santa, speaking of Santa, so tell us, tell us what's going on locally. Well, have you seen Santa? Have you seen him? Has he come round to your road yet? You mean the, on the sleigh? On that, the sleigh, yes. Um, I've yeah. seen him parked at the station. Okay, because he's got another week's worth of um, visits, well, a week and a bit, I suppose, isn't it? Um, he's going to be going around the camp, uh, London Coney, Cotton Mills, St. Stephen's, um, St. Michael's, outside Budgeons, all over the place, outside um, Waitrose. All of the, the next couple of weeks, he's going to cover those areas, and then he's going to be in Harpenden as well. Um, and I, uh, there is a link that I've um, put onto the Raring to Go website that um, I've shared with you as well, because I think it's it's so hard to go through all the dates of exactly where he's going to be and when he's going to be. Um, but I thought I'd talk to you a bit about some of the grottos, a few of the local grottos, um, if you haven't covered that, because um, there's one or two. Well, in fact, there are loads. Um, I've put together a Santa's diary in Raring to Go uh, with all the different grottos where he's going to be. Um, and the garden centres do some fantastic ones. We've got Knockcuts, we've got um, Burston, and they've got some really good um, Christmas grottos going on uh, that have been going on for ages. You can have breakfast and tea visits at Knockcuts with Father Christmas as well. And even some of the, I don't think they're doing it in the local one, but some of the Knockcuts garden centres do, um, uh, you can take your vet, your your pet to meet Santa Claus as well. So, uh, you, you know, they, they have literally catered for, for everybody. And of course, Willow's Farm are doing their Santa Spectacular where you can get um, a gift from the toy shop. You can make a toy bear. Um, they do biscuit decoration 
decorating and all sorts of things and it's included in the uh, day price that you pay for a child to visit Willow so, so that's great value I think on that and one. And Claire I um, think you can do, can't yep. you do ice skating at, at one of those garden centres as well? This I season? think you can now that's not one of the ones I highlighted but I think you can do that I think that might be the Dutch nursery yeah um, it's one of the ones over in I'm just looking through all my notes you've thrown me now um, yeah it is one of the Dutch nurseries definitely um, where they've got, I think also in Leighton Buzzard, they've got a big ice rink as well. Um, there are, they're, I mean, they, they go bigger and better every year, don't they? Whether it's a, a little train or um, ice rinks or whatever they've, they've got going on. There are some, some great things. They've also got, a lot of them got special needs um, send, send sessions. Um, and the one, there is one more left, I think, which is on the 13th of December at uh, Burston Gardens Garden Centres, where it's a bit more relaxed and quieter. Um, they especially do that as an additional needs session. I think the other ones have already passed. That um, is fantastic. There's so much great. out there. Yeah, it's great to hear that everybody has been catered for as well and everybody's been considered because some of these these events do get very busy, very noisy and a bit, um, you know, it, it, a, a bit too much for some some people, some children. So it, it is great to see that they are covering everybody. And, of course, Mrs. Claus is out as well. She's at Whipsnade Zoo. So Ooh. she doesn't often come out, but she is at Whipsnade Zoo with her, some of the two million cheeky elves. Um, and they're going to be doing Christmas crafts, crafts, and Santa will be there with with her. But it's nice to see Mrs. Claus out, I think, as well, because she's also very busy. I mean, she's got all the cleaning to do as well. Very, uh, very busy. Absolutely. <laughs> and it sounds by the sound of what Santa Claus is telling us, um, she spends a lot of her time trying to stop him eating all the mince pies. Well, I can imagine he's not going to fit down many stro- uh, many chimneys, is he? He <laughs> uh, carries on doing all of that. <laughs> No. And, and Claire, which grotto would you choose? You know, as your, which is your favourite from all of the oh. detail that you've read? Well, do you know what? I think there's. Oh, it's it's really hard because it depends what what you really want to do. Um, I think there sounds like there's a really good fun one at the old water mill at um, which is a bit of a way, Barton Maclay in Bedfordshire. Um, but they've got they take you on a forty minute fun-filled adventure of festive singing and hijinks with Rudolph and Percy at the Polar Bear. Um, and then you have a surprise visit. So it's a little bit little bit different. But, I mean, you can, you can go and visit some of the zoos and some of the wildlife parks where you can meet some of the animals as well as just seeing, uh, as well as seeing Father Christmas. Uh, there's the Buck, Buckinghamshire Railway where, again, you can go on a... Um, uh, on, on the Panto Express and, and see Father Christmas that way. It really depends what you want to do. If you want to sit down and have a meal, you go for tea or breakfast at um, Not Cuts. Um, oh, there, there is, there, there's lots. There's lots on. Leighton Buzzard Railway as well. Uh, all, all sorts of things going on. But I suppose you have so, to book it. You definitely have to book these things in advance. You would have advance. to book. I would, I would suggest booking all of them. Yeah. As I say, I've put the link on the um, Raring to Go website, which I've also shared with the parents' show, so hopefully people can find it that way. And all of these um, grottos have got links to the actual um, venue, so you can check out the opening times, the booking, the prices, everything like that, because there are, as I say, an, an awful lot to choose from, so it's worth... Um, worth checking out um and of course you can send your letter you can go into into the um christopher place and pop your letter in the letterbox 
in Santa's post box over the weekend, uh, press the magic button and then it takes it's the letter delivered. through to that. That's a great well. tip, great tip. I We've know. Great stuff, Claire. We've only got 20 seconds left on the show. So we, we're going to um, put the Raring to Go website on, on the Facebook page. But thank, thanks a million for all the tips this thank evening. Thank you. Take Pleasure. care. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. And to you. Merry Christmas. Take Bye. care. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So that was Claire Healy from Raring to Go. And just one more shout out. There's a Christmas sing-along at Foss House, F-O-S-S-E House, um, at the Foss House Day Centre. It's a TikTok um, Christmas sing-along tomorrow. We've put a link on our Facebook page if you'd like to attend. But we've run out of time for this evening. Good night and thanks a million for joining us on The Parent Show.